With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, friend, said Hawkeye, addressing David, an exchange of garments will be a great convenience to you inasmuch as you are but little accustomed to the makeshifts of the wilderness. Here, take my hunting shirt and cap, and give me your blanket and hat. You must trust me with the book and the spectacles as well as the tutor, too. If we ever meet again in better times, you shall have all back again, with many thanks, into the bargain. David parted with the several articles named with a readiness that would have done great credit to his liberality, had he not certainly profited in many particulars by the exchange. Hawkeye was not long assuming his borrowed garments, and when his restless eyes were hid behind the glasses, and his head was surmounted by the triangular beaver, as their statures were not dissimilar, he might readily have passed for the singer by starlight. As soon as these dispositions were made, the scout turned to David, and gave him his parting instructions. "'Are you much given to cowardice?' he bluntly asked, by way of obtaining a suitable understanding of the whole case, before he ventured a prescription. "'My pursuits are peaceful, and my temper, I humbly trust, is greatly given to mercy and love,' returned David." a little nettled at so direct an attack on his manhood. But there are none who can say that I have ever forgotten my faith in the Lord, even in the greatest straits. Your chiefest danger will be at the moment when the savages find out they have been deceived. If you are not then knocked on the head, your being a non-composer will protect you. And, you'll then have a good reason to expect to die in your bed. If you stay, it must be to sit down here in the shadow and take the part of Uncas, until such time as the cunning of the Indians discover the cheat, when, as I have already said, your times of trial will come. So choose for yourself to make a rush or tarry here. Even so, said David firmly, I will abide in the place of the Delaware. Bravely and generously has he battled in my behalf, and this and more will I dare in his service. You have spoken as a man, and like one who, under wiser schooling, would have been brought to better things. Hold your head down and draw in your legs. Their formation might tell the truth too early. 
keep silent as long as may be, and it would be wise when you do speak to break suddenly in one of your shoutings, which will serve to remind the Indians that you are not altogether as responsible as men should be. If, however, they take your scalp, as I trust and believe they will not, depend on it, Uncas and I will not forget the deed, but revenge it as becomes true warriors and trusty friends. Hold, said David, perceiving that with this assurance they were about to leave him. I am an unworthy and humble follower of one who taught not the damnable principle of revenge. Should I fall, therefore, seek no victims to my manes, but rather forgive my destroyers. And if you remember them at all, let it be in prayers for the enlightening of their minds and for their eternal welfare. The scout hesitated and appeared to muse. There is a principle in that, he said, different from the law of the woods, and yet it is fair and noble to reflect upon. Then heaving a heavy sigh, probably among the last he ever drew in pining for a condition he had so long abandoned, he added, It is what I would wish to practice myself, as one without a cross of blood, though it is not always easy to deal with an Indian as you would with a fellow Christian. God bless you, friend. I do believe your scent is not greatly wrong when the matter is duly considered. And keeping eternity before the eyes, though much depends on the natural gifts and the force of temptation. So saying, the scout returned and shook David cordially by the hand. After which act of friendship, he immediately left the lodge, attended by the new representative of the beast. The instant Hawkeye found himself under the observation of the Hurons, he drew up his tall form in the rigid manner of David, threw out his arm in the act of keeping tune, and commenced what he intended for an imitation of his psalmody. Happily for the success of this delicate adventure, he had to deal with ears but little practiced in the concord of sweet sounds, or the miserable effort would infallibly have been detected. It was necessary to pass within dangerous proximity of the dark group of the savages, and the voice of the scout grew louder as they drew nigher, when at the nearest point the Huron who spake the English thrust out an arm and stopped the supposed singing master. "'The Delaware dog!' he said, leaning forward and peering through the dim light to catch the expression of the other's features. "'Is he afraid? Will the Hurons hear his groans?' A growl so exceedingly fierce and natural proceeded from the beast that the young Indian released his hold and started aside, as if to assure himself that it was not a veritable bear and no counterfeit that was rolling before him. Hawkeye, who feared his voice would betray him to his subtle enemies, gladly profited by the interruption to break out anew in such a burst of musical expression as would probably, in a more refined state of society, been termed a grand crash. Among his actual auditors, however, it merely gave him an additional claim to that respect which they never withhold from such as are believed to be the subject of mental alienation. The little knot of Indians drew back in a body, 
and suffered, as they thought, the conjurer and his inspired assistant to proceed. It required no common exercise of fortitude in Uncas and the scout to continue the dignified and deliberate pace they had assumed in passing the lodge, especially as they immediately perceived that curiosity had so far mastered fear as to induce the watchers to approach the hut in order to witness the effect of the incantations. The least injudicious or impatient movement on the part of David might betray them, and time was absolutely necessary to ensure the safety of the scout. The loud noise of the latter, conceived it politic to continue, drew many curious gazers to the doors of the different huts as they passed, and once or twice a dark-looking warrior stepped across their path, led to the act by superstition and watchfulness. They were not, however, interrupted, the darkness of the hour and the boldness of the attempt proving their principal friends. The adventurers had got clear of the village and were now swiftly approaching the shelter of the woods when a loud and long cry arose from the lodge where Uncas had been confined. The Mohican started on his feet and shook his shaggy covering as though the animal he counterfeited was about to make some desperate effort. Hold, said the scout, grasping his friend by the shoulder. Let them yell again. Twas nothing but wonderment. He had no occasion to delay. For at the next instant a burst of cries filled the outer air and ran along the whole extent of the village. Uncas cast his skin and stepped forth in his own beautiful proportions. Hawkeye tapped him lightly on the shoulder and glided ahead. Now let the devil strike our scent said the scout, tearing two rifles with all their intended accoutrements from beneath a bush and flourishing killdeer, as he handed Uncas his weapon. Two, at least, will find it to their deaths. Then, throwing their pieces to a low trail, like sportsmen in readiness for their game, they dashed forward, and were soon buried in the somber darkness of the forest. End of chapter 26 this reading by Gary W. Sherwin of Yukon, Pennsylvania, in the autumn of 2007.